This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is Sunday, December 5th, 2021. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about becoming out- outcome independent. Uh, not too long ago, well, I would say less than a month ago or less than three weeks ago, I was thinking to myself... How does something along the lines of how does one become outcome independent? So I put outcome independent into the search engine, and uh, Rav Google, Rabbi Google, gave me a bunch of links, and I picked out the three web page links that I thought helped describe and come across with an answer about what is the answer to how to become outcome independent in life. So in a moment, I'm going to be going over the, over the three web pages that I decided best answered this question. Um, and so at the end of each article, I will tell you the name of the website that I read the article from so you know where all my sources are where all my sources are from. So these are now three web pages I'll be going over to try to explain to everyone going through life how to become outcome independent. So let's get right into this. Being outcome independent. Be outcome independent. Being outcome independent doesn't mean that you are careless and carefree. It also doesn't mean that you become complacent and give up and give up after a failure. On the contrary, being outcome independent means that you are concentrating on your, that you are concentrating all your focus and effort into making things happen instead of being wavered by whatever, wavered by whatever follows. When things go well, you don't stop to bask in, in your vain glory and become stagnant. When things don't go well, you don't become emotionally shaken and discouraged and discouraged to a point of giving up. Whatever the outcome, you focus on the only area that you have total control over. And in bold it says, your actions. In contrast, you have no control whatsoever over the outcome. Outcome can only teach you what was done well and what could have been done better next time. While you are being outcome independent, you sh- you should always try to learn what you can before move. You should always try to learn what you can before moving. Okay, right, let me see that slower. Last line of this paragraph. While you are becoming, while you are being outcome independent, you should always try to learn what you can before moving on. Being outcome independent also so also solves the problem of getting start of getting started. When you worry about the outcome, you lose focus on the here and now. Your willingness to get started will suffer as a result. And even if you do get started on the task, the prospect of the outcome will only distract you from making a total effort. This is something that is observed in professional process. This is something that is observed in professional sports. When athletes choke and fail as a result of thinking too much about the outcome rather, rather, than, rather than the process. 
by begin by being outcome independent, you are recognizing that recognizing that life runs in continuous circles. I'm sorry, cycles. By becoming outcome independent, you are recognizing that life runs in continuous cycles, as opposed to it going from point A to point B. It's a recognition that it's the journey that matters, not the destination. The way to achievement is through undivided, undivided determination towards a goal without being attached to the end result. At a personal level, being outcome independent also makes you a stronger man. Masculinity is strongly correlated with stoicism. Stoicism. A strong and mature man is stoic to the events around him. He remains cool and collected so that his, so that his facilities of mind are not disrupted. He is stoic to disappointment, pain, and suffering, as well as to the shallow pleasures and petty prides that life offers. He doesn't waste time crying in self-pity, nor does he degrade himself by begging for mercy. He is clear about both his intention and what he sets out to achieve. He does not let small matters he does not allow small matters and unfavorable outcomes to influence him. He burns with pa- he burns with passion, yet is set as yet is as sol- he burns with passion, yet is as solid as stone in his determination. People look up to these men for guidance. Here is something you should ask ask yourself: What outcomes concern you? Are you afraid to fail? Are you afraid of being rejected? Are you afraid of going broke? Are you afraid that you will miss out in life? Are you afraid that you will suffer? These are just the fears that hold these are all just fears that hold you down and limit your existence. Act now to dispel dispel these fears. Do not let them occupy your mind. Deep inside, you already already know what you want. Now is the time to go after it. And that was the first article of three articles I'm going to be talking about. This one being called uh, "Being Outcome Independent" or "Be Outcome Independent," and this was by this. This was, excuse me. Ah, I gotta drink more water, but I don't have water. I don't have water uh, near me at the moment. Um, this first article, this tourist website was from Agenda Agendama. Agenmala.com slash being dash outcome dash independent agenda agendmala agenda mahala. I'll put it in the description box. I can't pronounce that, but that's the first article. Now let's get right into the second article. How to become outcome independent, and I'll give you the source website of it at the end. All right, here we go. Learning how to become in learning how to become independent will not only decrease dis, will not only decrease anxiety, stress, and worry, but will also increase the chance of the outcome actually coming to fr- fr- fruition. No one no one can be completely one hundred percent outcome independent all the time. Perfection doesn't need to be the goal. In fact, needing to be outcome independent itself is another thing you're holding is another thing you're holding on to too tightly. In order to become outcome independent, you must get out of your head and become involved in the present moment. 
the more you the more you can actually be living life, the less you'll be thinking about the future outcomes, and the less dependent less dependent you'll be on them. But this doesn't come naturally. But this doesn't come naturally to all of us. And and in the and the high pressured make it or crash kind of society we live in, we're trained to focus on outcomes from an early age. The point rather isn't to become the the point rather isn't to become lazy or have no direction in life. Every man needs to work in order to be fulfilled, healthy, and play his role in the universe. But being dependent on an outcome in order to feel good or in the hopes of getting or in the hopes of getting something is no way to live. You're always living in the future. If you get the thing you wanted, you feel good for a few moments, but then there's the next outcome. And if you don't get it, you feel miserable. Learning how to become outcome independent will give you ma- massive mental clarity and will help you not only to achieve more without worrying about it, but help but actually help but a- but will help you actually enjoy life more. Pedalizing the outcome hurts your chances of getting it. Before we dive deeper, it's important to understand that putting anything on a pedestal is a mistake. Generally, we use the, in quotes, pedestal as a metaphor for, for valuing something above ourselves. Men will do that, men will do that with a woman, sex, career positions, money, fitness, strength, and so on. Strength and so on. Just about any goal we create for ourselves can turn into a nightmare if we put it on a pedestal. If we don't achieve it, then we feel terrible. And even if we do achieve it, then our feeling or fulfillment only lasts a few moments. Worst of all, pedestalizing our goals we have actually hurts our chances of getting it. These reasons are why it's important to become out. These are reasons why it's important for us to become outcome independent. When we're not so attached to the outcome, we can really live life. Then we can then we can become involved, and we and excuse me, and be. And, be, and because we can focus on the task at a hand without being without being desperate, we're able to actually increase the chance of our success. Nice. What about visualization? Visualization is a powerful tool. Imagine yourself where you want to be and the feeling of satisfaction that will bring. However, that's what visualization is really about. Not so much, not so much getting to where you want to be, but feeling like you're already there. Visualizing your success is just a tool to feel like you have what it is you're going for. Many guys ha- take visualization the wrong way, and instead of imagining, and instead of imagining they already have achieved the success, they worry about getting it. They worry about getting the job or getting the money. They look in the mirror and see the body they don't want. They they look in the mirror and see the body they don't want doesn't match what they've achieved. What they visualized. The constant rejection of women. Okay, here we go. The constant rejection of women spits in the face of their visualization of their visualization of a beautiful girlfriend or dating options. That's why visualization is a tool that is used sparingly for some guys. It's extremely powerful to use in the beginning to imagine what you want. And it, and it, it can be another tool to leverage what you 
when you're feeling low on motivation or a moment of despair. However, visualization doesn't ha- doesn't need to be used on a daily basis. It's good to have a little a little delusion about how great you are, but not too much. Having a little bit of confidence when you haven't done anything can be enough to calipot you to take act calipot you to take action. But living in complete delusion about where you're actually at in the real world will in the real world will only lead you to be will only lead you to crashing and burning. Visualization is good for opt, optimists, not for pessimists. All right, all right. Right now it says, that's why you don't need to be constantly using visualization. Again, there are some guys who benefit from constant visualization of their goals. Constant visualization is good if you're inherently an optimist. But if for, but for most guys, visualization at the very beginning then and then is, and then is used here and, then, and that, 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 that will be enough. Especially if you're naturally a pessimist. And to be honest, most guys I've worked with are pessimists slash slightly negative realists. If that's you, that's okay. You can become optimistic over time. But for right now, work with your natural disposition. Fighting will not will not do you any favors right now. If you're naturally happy and go lucky, chances are that you look at things with a, with a more negative okay let me say, let me start over if you're not naturally happy and go lucky chances are that you look at things with a more negative and suspicious light as men this is natural to us as it would have as men this is not natural to us as it would have kept us alive in, in the wild however this negative leaning outlook generally isn't useful in the modern world when applied to our goals. To learn how to become, to learn how to become outcome independent, you first need to stop visualizing the outcome so much. There are three steps to becoming outcome independent. One, picking the outcome. Two, defining the process. And three, focusing on the process for getting the outcome. Number one, pick the outcome. The first step is to define the outcome you want. Yes, you must actually have a direction you want to go in. There's nothing wrong with having goals or desired outcomes. In fact, it's completely necessary if you want, if you want to do anything with your life. While the point of your, while the point of this article is to get you to not focus so much on the outcome, you first must pick the outcome you want. Do you want a successful business or a six-figure six-figure job or a girlfriend or to be able to retain for six months? Um, I don't know what retain is about. I'm not going into that right now. These are fi- these are all fine goals. Whatever you want, decide on what what it is. Whatever these are all fine goals. Whatever you want, decide on what that is in order to become outcome independent you must first pick the outcome number two defining the process the net the net the step the next step is to define the process this is where most guys mess up they pick the outcome they want but then they just don't focus on the outcome and that's why they become so desperate and needy for it because that that's where their attention is going. In order to be indifferent to the outcome you need to focus on something else and besides the way to get to a destination isn't to think about it, it's about to get on the road. That's what the process is. 
Define what the process is for achieving the ideal outcome. If you want to start your own business, the process the process is marketing slash selling your services and then servicing your clients. If you want a girlfriend, the process is being presentable and then talking to women. And if you want to retain your seed, the process is not touching your dick. Okay, so that's what the seed retaining thing was about. Number three, focus on the process. For, forget forget the outcome. Focusing on the prog- focus on the process and, and only that. Forget about the outcome. When you're able to do this, you're fully living in the present moment. You don't need to think about money to make money. Instead, you just need to focus on the money making activities, also known as the process, like calling prospects and creating an ad com- campaign. You don't need to think about women to be good with women. You just have to look you just have to look decent, have a life, and talk to the women you want to talk to when you see them. And you don't need to think about abs or muscles in order to get your best body. You just need to focus on the process of lifting weights and eating clean. Forget about the final outcome of having lots of money, having a beautiful girlfriend, having a great body, etc. What if I can't stop thinking about the outcome? If you if you're having trouble forgetting about the outcome and therefore you don't feel the outcome independent, excuse me, and therefore you don't feel outcome independent, then don't worry. Instead of putting your goal on a pedestal, just think of the just think of it as the ideal outcome, but it doesn't have to happen. So let's say you want to get laid or get a girlfriend. That's the ideal outcome of going up and talking to a, talking to a woman, but it doesn't have to happen. That'll be cool, but that's not all. That if it that but that's not all if it doesn't happen. This can also be an in between step to becoming outcome independent. A mindset like this will take a mindset like this will take the edge off and allow you to focus on the process while not making the outcome a big deal. Do this, do this enough, and do this enough in any goal you have, and do this enough with any goal you have, and eventually you'll forget you'll forget about the goal naturally. You'll forget about the the goal naturally, and you will be involved in the process. All right, and that was the second art. The, to read, uh, talking about the second article about becoming outcome independent, and that was from rebellious de- rebellious de- rebelliousdevelopment.com slash how to become outcome independent. I'll have the link for that in the description box, box along with the two other articles. Now, before I go over and talk about the third and final article of these three articles that talk about getting into how to become outcome independent in life, we're going to segue to a quick commercial break and then we'll get into discussing the third and final article discussing about becoming outcome independent in life as we all want to try to be, hopefully be, outcome independent in life. Commercial break time. I want to, I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easy it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. 
Anchor.fm Podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And that was a quick advertisement promoting Anchor.fm podcasting slash Spotify to get started to become a new podcaster for Anchor.fm and Spotify. I love working for them and getting podcasts out, and I can't wait to see where it goes in the future. Thank you, Anchor.fm Spotify. Anchor.fm slash Spotify, and thank you to the person that introduced me to Anchor.fm. Because of you, I have found my path and purpose. All right, now let's get right into the third and final article, talking about how we can become outcome independent throughout our life. The title of this one is, Do it because you want to, not because you want something. Outcome independence is the cheat code for a better life. Alright, I held the door open for her and let her walk through first. She didn't bother to smile, nod, or to even look in the eyes as a sign of acknowledging my gesture. I was just taken for granted like I was some kind of servant whose job was to hold doors open for people. Go fuck yourself, I thought. This exact situation has occurred countless times in my life. I was raised to hold the door open for strangers, but none of them were raised to say thanks. I've actually had some strangers say thanks to me for holding the door um, recently, and I hold the door for both male and female. I don't expect a need fall or such or such the like. A smile, a wink, or at least an eye contact, or at least eye contact and a little nod would have done the trick. Just show me you acknowledge it. Uh, a few years back, I had a conversation about the topic that sticks to my mind today. A friend of mine told me if I wanted to stop getting annoyed, I, I had to act independently of the outcome or not act at all. The problem is that when you make your own mood or are well dependent on an outcome, then you're not in charge of your own life. You cannot control exter- out, out external circumstances. And if things don't go as, as expected, you'll feel miserable, angry, and powerless. We all do it. You tell a joke in hope of being funny, but you, people don't get it and you look with stone-fed faces and you feel like a bad clown with no sense of humor. You send someone a long text peering out, pouring out your heart in hope, of an, in hope of an equal reply, but they hit you with the okay. You feel ashamed and worthless. You go out of your way to polish a presentation at work in hope of a praise, but when your boss looks at it, he scoffs at the bright colors and lame designs, so you get frustrated, disappointed, and, and, and like a failure. If you make yourself dependent on external circumstances or the reactions of other people, you'll never be true to yourself. Your happiness and how you feel will forever be someone else's mercy, will be at, over at someone else's mercy. What you need to do instead is to develop outcome independence. Why? Because it's one of the cheat codes for life. Bullet points. It's the secret to true confidence. You'll trust yourself, your abilities, and your character regardless of the outcome. You'll know you're a valuable human being even if things don't go as planned. Next bullet point. You'll 
It allows you to live a life true to yourself. You'll stop, you'll stop seeking external approval and instead become self-validated. You'll be happy by yourself and the way you are, regardless of what other people think. Outcome independence is the only way to be real and to follow your life's purpose. You let go, you let, you can let go of fears, anxieties, and worries. How many people, how many things would you like to do and don't because you're afraid something might happen? You'll be free to act without stressing about what other people or your inner critic would say about you. You'll become one of the guys who just do it. Trademark, uh, uh, asterisk, I'm thinking, a trademark, uh, Nike. You'll become failure resistant. When you let go of your attachment to the outcome, failure, failure doesn't matter. You'll be able to focus on giving your best shot without anxieties or stress about the end result. The score t- takes care of itself. As three-time Super Bowl winner Bill Wash, sa- Bill Wash said, you'll also be able to get back up, shake it off, and keep going after, keep going after life beats you down. The million dollar question now is, what is outcome independence exactly and how can you achieve it? Outcome independence, the art of not giving a shit. Outcome independence, making yourself vulnerable, being authentic. There are multiple ways to phrase it, but the concept is always the same. You put yourself out there and act based on what you think is right without knowing what will happen and without hoping for a certain outcome. You just do what you want to do because you think it's right. That's the goal. In reality, the human, the, we humans often castrate ourselves because we hope for a certain out- outcome or are afraid of an, another. You don't approach the woman on the street because you're afraid of rejection. You don't voice your unconventional opinions and views because others may, might, might make fun of you. You don't put full effort into a, full, into a project that could turn around your life because you're afraid you might fail. The result? You're not true to yourself. You're not outcome independent. Instead, you make your happiness and approval dependent on external circumstances that you cannot control. You're not in charge of your life. Outcome independence is the, is the blenders that keep your view clear of all the bullshit that might or might not happen. It enables you to focus completely on the prize. It's your, in quotes, do your best and forget the rest taken to the core. You have to stop defining yourself based on outcomes, which are always subject to external circumstances. Being independent and defining yourself based on what you can control and the, and the human are, and the human you are rests on three pillars. Going over the three pillars. Number one, acceptance of failure and rejection. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. And that was by Michael Jordan. This is by far the biggest hurdle for you. You, me, and we are all taught that failure and rejection are bad. And it starts in school when you get a bad grade if you don't know the correct answer. When you are a teenager, others laugh at you when a girl... When a girl tells you to bugger off, at work you always look for the right way to do it. Of course, your goal is to become better, make as few mistakes as possible, and succeed. But failure is an essential part of that path. You, me, and everybody makes mistakes all the time. They are our biggest teachers. But to learn from them and grow, you have to accept that they are part of the natural learning process. 
real strength and courage don't lie in not making mistakes at all, but in accepting and learning from them. Number two, acting based on your values. To live a life true to yourself, you first need to know who you are. You need to know what's important to you, what your opinions are, and what your purpose in life is. This requires some introspection, but you have to make up your mind about how you want to live your life and what your values are. There is no best or right way to live, but you have to find your own. Others will find their their own too, and often your views will, will differ or even clash. Examine their opinions, but decide on your own. Express yourself and live your life the way you think is right, even though others might live theirs differently. Number three, continuous growth and development. Excuse me. Continuous growth and development. Life is an endless climb. Sometimes it's steep. Steep. Sometimes there's a plateau, plateau you can rest on, but you'll always have to climb. You're scaling a mountain without a top. But life isn't about isn't about reaching the top. If it never it never was. It never was. You'll often be told that if you just do it or buy that, your life will be perfect and you'll be happy forever. You won't. The joy in life is in the climb itself. It's in growing and developing yourself. You will always have problems. That is true. You always will have problems. But if you grow, you'll start to have better ones. Your values, views, and opinions will always change. But if you work on yourself, they'll become more sophisticated, more sophisticated, refined, and a little less wrong. Life isn't about being, isn't about being perfect. You'll have to, life isn't about being perfect. You'll have to accept that you'll never, that you'll not, that you will never be, but, and you'll still put in the work to become the best version of yourself. Okay. Life isn't about, isn't about being perfect. You'll have to accept that you will never be, you never will be, but, and still put in the work to become the best version of yourself. That's how, that's where true confidence come from, comes from. These three components will make up the these three components will make up the outcome independent mindset. Your you accept failure and rejection as part of the path. You know yourself, your values and act true to who you are. You understand that life isn't about reaching an arbitrary mountaintop, but but about the climb itself. How to detach yourself from outcomes. Life is a, life is better when you stop caring so much. Outcome independence is a skill or habit like any other. You have to train yourself not to give a shit, which sounds a lot easier than, than it often is. You often have to deal with lifelong conditioning and beliefs that are hard to let go of. It is difficult, but definitely possible. The... Yeah, okay, yeah, you often have to deal with, deal with lifelong conditioning and beliefs that are hard to let go of. It's difficult, but definitely possible. The good thing is that you can practice, the good thing is that you can practice it while you're, while doing about, going about your normal life. No need for, no need for daily power sessions, wearing fancy meditation airbands, or getting up at 5 a.m. Getting up at 5 a.m. Still, outcome independence is a long-term game and you can't fake it. You need to practice a lot, but it will have a tremendous positive but it will have a tremendous positive impact on how you go through your life. It's the secret to true confidence, living a life that's true to yourself, letting go of fears, anxieties, and worries, and becoming failure resistant. Big challenge, big challenge, big reward. 
don't check. The easiest way to become more outcome independent is to avoid checking outcomes altogether. When I published an article on, I'll tell you the name of the website a little bit later, I don't check the stats or views until a week or two after. It takes off the pressure and anxiety you usually have before hitting publish. You learn to put yourself out there and have others judge you without it affecting yourself. When you upload a photo to social media, don't check the likes. When you send a risky text, turn your phone off or Wi-Fi. When you send a risky text, turn your phone or Wi-Fi off for a few hours. When you don't check outcomes, you'll learn to detach detach yourself from them. They'll become less and less important to you, and you'll be more and more, and you'll be, and you can be, you can be more and more yourself. Do your best and be yourself because you want to, not because you want a certain reaction. Doing things purely for the sake of doing them. Every morning, I send out a text message to one of my friends or family members, wishing them a good day or sharing what's on my mind. I never ask a question, and there's no need to reply. It's a simple message I send because I want to contribute kindness to this world. I don't care if they reply or not, or I do not care if they reply or not, or if they think I'm weird. Doing something for the sake of it teaches you to let go of any potential outcomes. Your hobbies or passions are a great place to start. Grow a plant because you enjoy the process of watering, nurturing, and watching it grow. Don't do it because you want something nice to don't do it because you want something that's nice to look at. That's just a bonus. Cook at home. Cook at home, not because you want to save money or impress your date. Cook at home, not because you want to save money or impress your date with fancy meals. Do it because you enjoy trying, combining, and tasting different ingredients and foods. Don't exercise because you want a beach body. Instead, find the joy in exercise, the sweat, the pain, the endorphins, and becoming better than you were yesterday. Do something purely for the sake of it, and you'll be surprised about what happens to your what what will happen to your performance. The shift from the shift from the shift from estrogenic to intrinsic motivation will often make it skyrocket. You let go of external judgments, requirements, and approvals, and fall in love with the process instead of the outcome. All right, seek out rejection and mistakes. I once met a guy who wanted to go. Excuse me. I once met a guy who wanted to get better at approaching women, but was deadly afraid of rejection. He would chicken out last second, turn around, and not talk to women at, to the woman at all. He would become so dependent on the outcome that his that his fear literally paralyzed him. When he did, he was in, when he did he was ingenuous. He set out the goal to get a no. He wanted to get rejected, which alleviated all of the fear around it. Then he proceeded proceeded to collect no after no until he didn't care about it anymore. Rejection and mistakes are a natural part of life. Due to your societal conditioning, you're deadly afraid of them, when in fact you should embrace them. You need to re, you, you'll need to recondition yourself by actively seeking out the outcomes you're afraid of. Over time, your brain will learn that even in the worst case scenario, nothing significant happens. 
Earth keeps moving and life goes on. As for feedback, when you know you haven't done well on something, do things you're afraid of, and you'll know you'll fail at. And know you'll fail at. Get used to mistakes and rejections, and grow a thick skin. You'll realize that the outcomes that look terrible and catastrophic in your head have very little impact on your life at all. Practice the one ten one slash ten rule. When you are in the heat, when you are in the heat of the moment, you often assign way more significant significance to an out to an incident or outcome than you actually should. Writing and publishing an article I, I put a lot of work into often feels like a matter of life and death, but in reality, the only the only make they only make up a tiny little fraction of my overall writing, and it doesn't matter if one of them tanks. Approaching a woman sets all the alarms off in your body, expecting when other people, especially when other people are around and might notice when you get rejected. What if they laugh? What if things go wrong? Chances are you'll, you'll never see any of them with these people again. And even if, they probably won't care about you. A big meeting at work can often cause sleepless nights, even though nobody will remember what it was even about in a few weeks from now. When you look at a situation rationally, it's almost never as bad as you make it out to be at the moment. But you'll have to use that little trick to remind you of this. It doesn't matter in one month from now, don't spend more than 10 minutes worrying about it. This simple exercise helps you to focus on the biggest, bigger picture and be less tense about a specific outcome. Don't worry about you what you can't control. In quotes... Happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control and some things are not. It is only after you have faced up to this fundamental rule and learned to distinguish between what you can and can't control that inner tranquility and outer effectiveness, outer effectiveness becomes possible, become possible. And that was by ancient old source of wisdom Epi, Epiketus, 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 E-P-I-C, E-P-I-C-T-E-T-U-S. This principle, principle isn't the only one in the keystones of Stoic philosophy, but also one of the best pieces of advice I ever read. It will make about 50% of your problems disappear in an instant. See, most problems or challenges are compromised of, of parts you have control over and parts you don't. If you have a job interview, if you have a job interview, you can't control if the guy on the other side of the table likes you or not. Find your find your uh, references credible, laughs at your jokes, or gives you the job. You have no control over his mind, and therefore no no control over the outcome. What you do have control over is how you how you present and dress yourself, how you present for the day, how you prepare for the day, and if you leave early enough to be on time. Ask yourself, always ask yourself, what do I have control over? And then act accordingly. Redirect your energy over the, oh, redirect your energy and focus over the things you can influence and away, and away from outcomes you have no control over. Nothing matters. That's the way you have to do it. In quotes, if you act with intent, if you act with intent, no one can take that away from you, even if the outcome is a complete disaster. And that quote is by, Akirok Brost, A-K-I-R-O-Q Brost, B-R-O-S-T. This will sound nihilistic, but, excuse me, 
This will sound nihilistic, but nothing you but nothing you will ever do is significant. On a cosmic scale, you're incredibly small, and your life and your lifespan is a mere blink of an eye in the thirteen bn in the thirteen point eight billion years the universe has existed for. Slash slash I'm gonna add an asterisk slash thirty seven sixty slash thirty seven sixty one before the common error. Of course, if you approach life that way, you could dive headfirst into a garbage truck or rob a bank because, hey, nothing matters anyway. That's not the point. The point is to remind yourself that every, the point is to remind yourself every now and then, every now and then that you'll attach too much significance to outcomes that really don't matter all that much. Life's too short to take it too seriously. I agree. Life's too short to take it too seriously. Whatever happens, the earth will keep moving and life will go on. There is no right or best way to live. But one thing is for sure. If you want to live your life, a life true to yourself, you can't make yourself dependent on the outcome. You you have no control over it. Instead, focus on what you can control. Accept, accept mistakes and rejection Accept mis- excuse me, accept mistakes and rejection to learn from them. Act right, act right and live a life true to yourself and to your and to your values. And keep growing and developing yourself. Let go of the outcome and embrace and and em- let go of the outcome and embrace and, and embrace an authentic an, an authentic life. Outcome independency is one way. Outcome independency is one way to be confident in yourself, and there is also another path. And that, but okay, outcome independency is one way to be confident in yourself. In yourself, but there, but there is also another path you can take to build healthy self self healthy self esteem. All right, and that was the end of the third article about how to become outcome independent in life, and this was by. Uh, website source medium.com slash the authentic men slash do it because do it because you want to not because you want something I'll have links of all three articles at the top of the description box in case you want to reread these articles for yourself or if you didn't catch everything I said with my reciting of all the um, explanations to answer the question I had uh for a long time, or at least for a while, that I wanted to make a whole episode about this on becoming outcome independent and three specific articles about it. Um, I hope you liked my little spin when I added some little asterisks for myself and my own little thoughts and opinions in between all in, in between all parts of the lines of the article of of all the three articles of such. So, uh, yeah, that's all I have for now. This is my big solo episode today. Um, and yeah, this has been what I wanted to read about and learn about in regards to, um, how we can become outcome independent in life, how we can all become outcome independent in life. Thank you for listening. And I will see you in the next podcast. Everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance. Excuse me. Everybody dance. And have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.